Hello, and welcome to Divine Chaos, the podcast where we are learning to live awake. We're exploring psychological blocks that get in the way, and we're leaning into the divine chaos of this jacked up journey that is our life. I'm Janine Miller Delaney, and here is my co host, colleague in psychotherapy, friend, and spiritual sojourner, Ruth Friend. We invite you into this moment in space where we can take some time to release, at least for a while, all of our judgments and expectations of ourselves. Come here into this holy instant with us and just breathe here, now, and remember you are exactly as love created you. There is nothing you need to do or fix. This is your time to just be and breathe here with us and with love itself. Oh, welcome back everyone. We have a special podcast for you today. Jerry and I, Janine, and our two puppies, Lily and Mazzy. So you might hear some rattling of their collars and moans and things like that in the background. And I have been really longing to get Jerry into the book that is called The Way of Mastery. And, you know, I'm very, very familiar with The Course in Miracles, and I've been reading that for, and studying it for probably 20 years. But it's kind of, it's a big, it's a big book. It's, there's a lot to it. And I know, Jerry, you've tried to get into it a little bit I, here and there. <clears throat> I did try a little bit here and there, yes. But it's, but it's, 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 it's a little difficult. It's a little overwhelming. <laughs> and someone recently, I don't know why it took me so long to come upon this way of mastery. This is so much in the same flow, in the so similar of a message to A Course in Miracles and also the messages that I've been receiving from love itself. And as I get into it, I just love it. So I thought, well, maybe we could do a podcast, my hidden agenda, to get Jerry to read this with me, uh, where Jerry and I could go through the way of mastery just a little bit at a time. And particularly this part one is called the way of the heart. And so I'll read a little and then we can discuss a little and process a little. And we'll just see how it goes. But I feel like this, this book is so illuminating and I love it. And I think it's a great one for a discussion. So I'm going to start with The Way of Mastery, Part 1, The Way of the Heart. You hold in your hands the treasured teachings of Jeshua ben Joseph, Jesus one of the greatest masters humankind has ever known. These teachings were given during the years 1994 to 1997. Please do not hurry as you read through each lesson. Rather, allow each sentence to be held within the heart, each idea to fill the mind and the body with its very real frequency or vibration. For each word, the structure of each sentence the cadence and the humor is by design. These words are to be studied and savored over and over until their meaning deepens and flowers into the grace of Christ living in you and as you, allowing the ray of that light to penetrate your mind, 
correcting every perception you have ever held about yourself or the world. You will then find your gifts being formulated in new ways. You will find that you have an unseen teacher revealing to you what you are ready to learn. And your life will begin to be guided by a voice that is not your own until the voice you have called your own is no longer heard. What has been called the ego will simply dissolve hmm. and the mind will know perfect peace. Oh. Oh, yay. Does this take time? You're as close as a choice to teach only love. The 35 lessons contained in this volume reveal that way taught to Jeshua, Jesus himself, and now lovingly presented by him for you so that the choice for love becomes your every thought, your every breath, your every action extended to the world as the awakened Christ. Okay. So, just to clarify for those who are not familiar, like myself, this book was received between the years 94 and 97. Hmm. So this author tapped into these the voice of Christ who is sharing what he wanted to share hmm. and it's powerful cool. and it, what is so cool to me is that all of it you know the messages I've received the messages in A Course of Miracles and the messages in this book and in the Bible they all they all fit very they're all very similar huh? they're all just helping us get it yeah so the the promise here is that we're going to learn to listen to the voice of love, to the voice of Christ, of God within us, instead of the ego. It's a forever challenge. Yes, yes. The very last part of this, may you be transformed by the way of mastery in your unique process of remembering who you really are. <laughs> okay. But this reminds me, you know, way back when... When I was first struggling, those were the words first, I first word, heard. Remember who you are. Remember who you are. Remember who you are. That's wild. Remember who you are. Yeah. Okay, so we'll start here with the very beginning of the way of the heart. This is part one. I promise you this. If you become wholly committed to awakening from the dream you have dreamt since the stars first began to appear in the heavens... And if your one desire is to be only what God created, then lay at the altar of your heart with every breath, everything you think you know, everything you think you need, and look lovingly upon every place that fear has made a home in your mind and allow correction to come. It will come. Regardless of how you experience it, it will come. And the day and the moment will arise and all of your pain and fear and suffering will have vanished like a wind that pushes the foam of the wave away, revealing the clarity of the ocean beneath you. You will literally feel throughout your being that there never was a dream. Some memories might remain with you and you will know that somewhere you must have dreamt a dream or had a thought of wondering what it would be like to be other than the way God created you. But it will be such a faint echo that it will leave no trace upon you. In your heart, you will smile gently 
regardless of the circumstances in which you find yourself. There will be peace from the crown of the head to the tips of the toes, and that peace will walk before you wherever you go. It will enter a room before you enter it with the body, and those who are becoming sensitive will wonder who has come into their place. And some will even say, Behold, I believe Christ has come for dinner. And you will be that one, for that is who you are, Christ eternal. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot here already. That says a lot. So everything you think you need, I'm going back to the beginning of this, you'll come to look on everything that you think you need and every place that fear has made a home in your mind and allow correction to come. Sounds wonderful. I will say that that has been happening for me. I know it might look slow to you, Jerry. (laughs) But the more you allow yourself to go into the messages, into what's here in the book, here into learning how to lean into the voice of love, the more fear does begin to dissipate sure it's a process not an event it's always a process isn't it (laughs) yeah yeah and repetition yeah do you have any other thoughts about this part before we go on that's very inviting that's for sure yeah i think for some the whole concept of that we are christ you know that we are god that Christ was an expression, God expressing himself, herself, in a human form. And the gist that is coming through in all of this and everything is that God is expressing through all of us. And Mm. Jesus was giving us an example of that. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we just get more and more in touch. The less we listen to the ego, the more we join with the voice of love within us. I'm just thinking of my Catholic background and how some people say that's kind of blasphemous to think that we are, yeah, call ourselves Christ. And, yeah. But. Yeah, it's a whole new, a whole new shift. We've been, we've been taught, or we're taught that God is somewhere out there right, other right, than us. Right, exactly. But now this is no... Jesus is saying here and and in so many other messages God is within you and expressing through you that is you so lesson one the way that calls you home now we begin beloved friends I come forth to abide with you where you believe yourself to be I come not for myself but for you I come not to teach you, but to love you until you choose from the depth within your own being to set aside every illusion you have ever given credence to and to remember the truth which alone is true. For indeed in that hour there is a transcendence of all that knows limitation. There is a transcendence of all that knows coming and going, birth and death. There is but the mind of Christ within which each of us, as a spark of divine light, as a sunbeam to the sun, 
rests eternally in perfect communion and communication always. The great secret is this. Let me start that over. The great secret is this is the state of your reality. And each and every moment you abide in perfect communion with the whole of creation since all things are but temporary modifications of the one fundamental fundamental energy that I've chosen to call the Christ mind, the offspring of the Father. Beloved friends, I come to where you choose to be, and if you would choose to open that place within the heart and within the mind in which you can communicate with me directly, I will meet you there mm. as well. I can gladly say I have experienced that. <laughs> That's what happens, and that is available for each of us. It's very inviting. Yeah. What is important then, by way of beginning, is to consider this simple fact. You hear a big, deep sighs from our puppies. Your experience is always the effect of where you choose to focus the attention of your consciousness, itself being unlimited forever, embracing all the many dimensions of creation. You abide in that which embraces all things in all ways and all times. In truth, you do not know separation, birth or death, gain or loss. As you focus your attention on reading these words, or listening to these words, recognize how you, as an infinite being, have deliberately chosen to participate in a form of experience. You will hear words that carry certain meanings for each of you, and you each will color that meaning according to the perceptions that you have chosen to place value mm -hmm. upon. Does this mean that some are ahead and some behind? It only seems that way. In reality, each of you is equal. Each of you chooses from your infinite freedom to attract to yourself certain vibrational frequencies, certain forms or qualities of experience. That freedom is what you abide in always, from before the foundations of this world and long after this world ceases to be. That was a really powerful line for me. Your experience is always the effect of where you choose to focus the attention of your consciousness. This to me even aligns with, well certainly aligns with the messages that I've been receiving and the messages that go with the concepts of the law of attraction where we put our attention that's what expands mm -hmm. <clears throat> which means we always have a choice yeah on where we choose to focus our attention yeah. I've been tuning more and more into that recently I can I can choose a feeling like to focus my attention on say the, the abundance that's around me Right now it's spring, it's easy to do that. I focus on all the flowers and the, everything 
waking up and I can allow myself to have that experience of abundance and really have that felt sense, just feel the freedom of it. Or I can focus my attention on bills that need to be paid and not having money, you know? <laughs> well, I was thinking that for brief moments, I'm able to do that. Mm -hmm. Focus on the abundance and the beauty of it all. But then I get sucked in by quote unquote real life. And <laughs> right, real life pulls and, us back. Yeah, and I, I, my attention goes elsewhere. And the ego kicks in. Yeah. And starts to tell us we need to fix everything. <laughs> yeah, what we should or shouldn't. And so it really is a practice. Like the more we meditate, the more we read and soak in these messages, the more we use the repetition of like this truth. Like I wrote this on our refrigerator. You've seen that. Your experience is always the effect of where you choose to focus the attention of your consciousness. Mm -hmm. I've got that up on our dry erase board now. I did notice that, yes. And around those words, around, yeah, that sentence, I have bliss, freedom, peace, abundance. Those are the feelings I want to focus my attention on. Those are the... And, and then those expand. We call those experiences into our life. In each and every moment, you cannot be a victim of what you see, and nothing is outside of you. What you experience, you have directly and deliberately called to yourself. If you hold the thought, I do not like what I have called to myself, that's perfectly fine. For you have called to yourself the experience of being in judgment of yourself. Merely look with the wonder of a child and see what it feels like and ask yourself, is this an energy I wish to continue in, or would I choose something else? For ultimately, when all possible choices within the dream of separation have been made, have been tasted, have been felt, and have been known, finally there emerges the still, quiet voice of spirit that speaks through the soul, whispering of the one truth, the one reality, the one love, the one peace and the one bliss that is continual. Then the soul begins to turn from the things of this created world. It begins to withdraw its attention from its attachment to all the things it has called to itself. It begins to transcend its sense of identification with the vibrational frequencies it had only meant to play with and then took seriously. It is seriousness within the mind that is the creation of ego. That's for sure, huh? And it is great seriousness that holds the vibrations of what you would no longer choose to experience within the field of your being, within the field of your soul. As you, as the soul, the individual divine spark, Begin to choose to withdraw the attention and the value you have placed upon all things. As you learn to simplify the nature of your own consciousness. As you realize that you can surrender into something that seems beyond you. And that you can entertain the insane thought of trusting the invisible. 
you come more and more to be less and less. So these were vibrational frequencies we only meant to play with. Addition by subtraction. Yeah. We come into this great vastness of the unlimited potential as we learn to detach and disengage ourselves from the ego and from these storylines. I had an interesting vision the other morning. Sometimes visions come to me somewhere between waking, <laughs> somewhere in there. I think I told you about it. I felt myself like someone was lifting me up to have a higher and higher perspective of what was going on down below. And what at first I saw, I thought they were babies, like swaddled in pink and yellow and blue blankets. And then, you know, as the vision pulled, pulled me back so I could see more, I could see, you know, lots and lots of people wrapped in these, just swaddled tightly in these little blankets, but their whole bodies were wrapped in them. And I realized these are people and they're all sleeping. Mm. <laughs> and I felt myself pulled back further and further so I'd see, you know, I don't know, hundreds of people just all swaddled. And, and then the awareness came to me, this is all of us. We're all safe, tucked and tight in these, embraced in these little blankets and we're all asleep. We're all asleep. <laughs> yeah. And this is all that this, we're, we're just needing to wake up from these dreams. It's an interesting vision. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. For ultimately, when all possible choices within the dream of separation have been made, have been tasted, have been felt, and have been known, finally there emerges the still, quiet voice of spirit that speaks through the soul. It does strike me like we have to taste all of the experiences of it. We have to go it. through it all before we can... Like we we want to ex we came to experience it all so we can say ah that is not who I am ah this is not who I am this doesn't define me this doesn't define me yeah it's interesting and we finally get tired of it all and realize <laughs> I, I I'm gonna quit doing this I want to quit doing this yeah I choose to listen to a different voice now I choose to put my focus on something else. And I'm more recently having the experience of, as I put my awareness on, realizing that this is real, that love is really, truly guiding me, that everything that I really can trust unconditionally, I am having more moments where I feel like I can kind of just float on that current of love. Like, oh, I really don't have to do anything. I can just let things work out. I realize it's not as often as I would like that's, it to be, yeah. but man, it is blissful sounds, when it's there. It sounds blissful. And that's definitely something that is newer for me. Yeah. Sounds desirable. Yeah. yeah. But it is kind of cool to step back and think, oh, these are, I could just be curious and notice, oh, look at me doing that. Yeah. Oh, look at my egos jumping on that one. Boy, that's. Oh, I can see how this is getting me worked up. That's curious. I wonder why. The curious observer. Yeah. 
So maybe one, just one last paragraph before we close. As you become less and less of what you thought you were, conversely, you become more and more of what your Father created you to be. The thought of perfect love in form, a channel, a simple vehicle through which the love of spirit can shine forth. Your only task becomes the cleaning of your windows, the polishing of your floors, and the weeding of your garden so that that light can pour forth unimpeded. For me, that is all the journaling. I like that. <laughs> that is all the journaling. All the bringing all, the all my feelings to love and saying, oh, you know, here's all, all of it. Please transform this. Mm-hmm. And it does transform when we let ourselves take the time to bring all those feelings. That's the weeding. That's the pretty. And the asking, where am I judging myself? Where am I listening to the ego? Got some windows to clean. There's a lot of windows to clean. <laughs> So maybe as we close, so there's a lot. We're, we're going to, my dear, there's a lot for us to read. That's, yeah, that's definitely very, got my curiosity up, that's for sure. It's powerful, yeah. isn't it? And yet simple in the same way. It's just a new way to look at it. As we close, you know, does it, is there one thing you feel like was significant for you to keep your mind on? Um, I guess just the hope that we can, I can reach that place of being where I'm just more content, mm-hmm. not not caught up in the ego, ego and the realities of this existence. So right now you're going to hold on to the hope. There's a there is a path out of this. Yeah, yeah. I can be. I can be at peace more often. Yeah. And for me, I think you know, I'm still I'm still hanging on. Your experience is always the effect of where you choose to focus the attention of your consciousness. I'm choosing to focus on freedom, on love. On peace, yeah. So thank you for joining us for our experimental um, beginning into the wading into the way of mastery. And Jerry and I just kind of reflecting on this as we go. Please feel free to email us with your feedback if you think this is a good idea, if you like this, or if you don't. Um, I should let you know that this is the publisher of this is the Shanti Cristo Foundation, S-H-A-N-T-I, Cristo, C-H-R-I-S-T-O, Foundation. Right now I'm just reading it off of a Kindle, uh, The Way of Mastery, Part 1, The Way of the Heart. And as always, we invite your feedback and would love it if you would subscribe to this podcast or The Morning Minis, and you can find all the links in our show notes. And we wish you much peace. May you focus on that which brings you joy and love and peace this week.